Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Hell yeah. We're here. <laughs> hello and hell yeah. <laughs> How are you, Jillian? I'm good. Just vibing. You know, yeah, we're yeah. living in a very red, red state right now. So just living in the house a lot. Exactly. Just <laughs> hanging out at home with my dogs and my husband and, you know. Becoming slightly more concerned about the mailman sneezing on my mail or something. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a great time to be alive, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> How are you, Megan? I More or less the same. More or less the same. <laughs> Just trying That's to make good. it through. Just, you know. Yeah. I mean, at least we both have pretty much dry basements. That is true. Which was I not true. I did see true. that you have plants in your basement, too. We do. We do. Uh, we have some... Um, plants that have sprouted from bird seed because <laughs> let's see was that last week god it's been a long couple of weeks last yeah. week we had a bad flooding incident in our basement because of storm mm-hmm. and thankfully yeah we're dry but there are some little sprouties but that's okay they're very cute cute little, sprouties. little chia pet exactly it's like a homemade yeah it was because it was from yeah just bird seed that happened to be happened to get wet and yeah, yeah. Now there's like a little colony. <laughs> Man, it's like nature finds a way. <laughs> I know, right? Nature perseveres. <laughs> so what have you been watching lately? Well, we went back to Star Trek Voyager because we mm-hmm. need a soothing show to have in between other shows. We've been keeping up on Nine Perfect Strangers, which is just getting more crazy. And I'm loving it. I... I'm halfway through the book. I decided I'm going to read the book and I'm halfway through the book and I really am enjoying the book so far. So I'm going to finish it and then Kyler and I are going to watch it together, hopefully very soon. And I'm very excited. I'm so excited for you. I think I'm going to read the book after the series ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because now I'm too invested to get spoiled. I'm like, oh, but I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel like you got to commit to one all the way through first and then you can get into the other one. But yeah, yeah, the book's good so far. Yes. Yes, it's it's a very twisty, turny little story, and mm-hmm. a good one for right now, since we all kind of feel like we need to go on a mental health retreat. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I already talked about. I started Naked and Afraid of Love last week. Right. Still crazy. Still fun. Um, I don't know. I don't think we've been watching much else. Um, there's been a lot of fucking football on, so I've, li- mm-hmm. I've listened to a lot of books lately. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, football season. Fun, fun. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um, so this has been like a pure, just pure, unadulterated trash week for me in yes. terms of my viewing. So oh, the first thing that I watched that um, I feel like is a lot of people are watching because it just came out on Hulu is Wife Swap. Um, oh shit! Which is incredible just like even better than i remember it being honestly it's just truly a commentary on how fucking crazy people can be because holy shit and it's always they always choose like obviously like the most extreme opposites that they can but it's always in a case to where like both families are totally nuts like neither yeah. one is right you're both crazy yeah and... like, we're putting you together to try and even both of you out not because we think either one of you is right yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's just absolute craziness but it's hilarious and you know people end up punching each other at the end and you know it's fun so i used that's to watch that really when fun. i was younger and i got so stressed out by having to like swap 
moms. I was like, I don't want someone else's mom coming in and being mean to me. No, I would hate I would hate it so much. I would not do well in that situation at all. Mm-mm. I do feel very uh, bad for the kids, but it is yeah. entertaining. I'm not going to lie. It is. And I mean, they're all like adults now. They probably have had therapy already. So. <laughs> well, you would hope. Um, but yeah, it's it's also very funny, too, because it's all from like 2005 and six. So it's very much like a, 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 a thing of its time. Like a lot mm-hmm. of first of all, a lot of the things they say and talk about are definitely like not OK anymore. But just like also the fashion and stuff and like the technology yeah. I love. I, it just brings me right back. So <laughs> that's been fun. And then the other trash we've been watching on like a completely different note is we watched all five Final Destination movies. Oh, um, I did that a couple which, years ago. Holy Ooh. shit. I mean, I've seen them all before. Some of them. But yeah, one test. after the other. God just, damn. There's so much. They are so much. But I mean, just like the best trash. Just if you just want to oh, yeah. see the most brutal, insane deaths of yeah. fictional characters, like that's basically all the movie is good for. Yeah, it's like it's, no plot. It's just the plot is death is coming for you. Yeah, it's unavoidable. No matter what you think you're going to do to death, you're going to die. So just yeah. accept it. They can't. They're going to sit in that fucking two-person table right by the window and not expect a car to crash through. Exactly. Like, come on now. I mean, they're driving behind logging trucks on a regular basis. You I know. know. Even before even... Final yeah. Destination movies. Like, fuck that. That, that log could come off and just... Yeah, no way, no way. But yeah, even before it was scary, but now every time I see one of those, my first thought is Final Destination, Final Destination. <laughs> oh, God. It's like uh, that and um, in Firefly when Wash gets hit by the like pole through him. Every time I see like, a truck carrying poles, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. I enjoyed watching them, and I think it's a good, that's kind of like a good segue into my like it's time for horror movies and scary slasher things it's like a good a good let's initiate me into that bloody horror fest have you been watching the new american horror story i have not watched it it's it's good it's a lot it's very extra but yeah we've been watching we watched that um it's it's very american horror story yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I haven't watched. I've only seen. I've only seen like a couple of seasons of that of American mm-hmm. Horror Story. It just really depends on the season for me whether or not. I me like too. It. Everyone likes the first season. That's like the witch house or whatever, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And I've never made it through. I really watched it when it came out, and I mean, I liked it, but it wasn't like I don't know. It's weird as yeah. hell. It's a weird show. It's fucking. It is Ryan Murphy, so of course it's weird. Yeah, this one. <laughs> this season is basically about washed up writers from new york city who go to coastal towns and wreak havoc okay okay i can get behind that it's a it's an interesting (laughs) plot yeah it is that is quite interesting but yeah yeah, it could go could go any way i'm just so excited for spooky season it's been cool here for like two days i know we're supposed to get another little bit of summer but like oh it's like a little taste I know. I, I'm feeling it in my bones, and I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. Like, I've literally had all the windows open in the morning. Like, I know. It's 56 outside. It's, it's been 56. so nice. Yeah. God, I hate I'm so ready for summer to die. I know. And we're just getting more summer. Why couldn't we have, like, thrown ourselves as, a, like, a species into a global ice age or something? Like, yeah. I could deal with that better. Same, probably, honestly. Yeah. Not into yeah. this global warming thing. No. No. It's not cool. Not great. <laughs> Two thumbs down. 
Yeah, we don't recommend. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our show for today. We are going to finish up season five of Bringing Up Bates, and we have oh some God. exciting stuff to talk about today, don't we? Unfortunately, no one set a house on fire. I know. I, it really it does feel like a little bit of a anticlimactic compared to the the middle of the season where we had the random house fire that nobody was expecting yeah a child trying to dehouse everyone yeah no no big deal no big deal nbd nbd so the first episode we're going to talk about today is called bike racks barbers and big duets (laughs) i had to dance to that one it's got a good good, flow yeah it does it does it flows very good fun fundy flow that's the new name of it fundy flow the fundy flow oh i hate that okay uh, i mean i like it but i hate it that's yeah, yeah. I hate it in the yeah it's, it's gross and i hate it but that's why it's good <laughs> exactly you get me okay so lawson is performing another show in mount airy north carolina which is where andy griffith is from mm-hmm. the um, real mayberry that's their yeah. tourist right call <laughs> um i really am gonna not gonna pretend that i i don't really know a lot about andy griffith um, i don't either i know okay like, i've seen like a couple episodes yeah of the yeah andy griffith show because like some of them are like played for christmas or played right. thanksgiving or whatever but yeah i don't i don't know anybody in my age demographic who has watched andy griffith a lot. Uh, my husband okay that makes sense <laughs> He's like, I love Andy Griffith, and he can't like, he can't believe that I don't. And I'm like, babe, I was born in 1992. There was like Rugrats and shit to watch. Like, I, why would I watch Andy Griffith when I could watch Doug Funny? Yeah, why? I mean, especially like, why would I watch Black and White when I can watch Color? That is the real bottom line thing for me too. I really, really struggle with watching anything Black and White, and I wish it wasn't true, but it is. It's so bad for me. It's harder than subtitles for me because, like, I'll get distracted with subtitles where I'll just be reading the subtitles and not watching anything that's going on. Mm -hmm. But, like, man, black and white, I'm just like, this isn't a movie. It's just a picture. Yeah, I can adjust (laughs) to subtitles usually, but I can't to, like, it's just, it's very distracting to me. It just, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we're not bashing Andy Griffith. No, you know, not whatever. at all. I just wanted to put that out there first because I feel like every time I've ever brought up the fact that I don't really know Andy Griffith, I've been like really attacked and I was afraid yeah. that that was going to yeah. happen again today. God, but I'm, no. This is a safe space. <laughs> okay, I'll also say I've never seen an episode of the Mary Tyler Moore show. I don't think um, I have either. I did like I Love Lucy. Yeah, I've seen I Love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Nick at Night was good and it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, yeah. Easy, I watched like Brady Bunch and shit on Naked Night yeah. all the time. Hell yeah, Brady Bunch. I love the Brady Bunch. Anyway, okay. Back yeah. to the oh, base. The Brady Bunch is just the blast. It really is. <laughs> Fuck. So, um, like I said, Lawson is performing a show in Mount Airy. And so while he is there before the show, he is going to promote his show at a local radio station. Um, yeah, it was this. Um, I don't know. This whole section was just so awkward because, like, they're all like, oh, it's, like, Mayberry, which is, like, set in the 50s and 60s, as far as I know. And, like, they're like, look at all this old equipment. All your stuff looks old. It looks like it's straight out of the 50s. And then it's just like, you guys, it's just a regular, like, radio show. It was very awkward. No one really knew how to deal with with each other. It was a very awkward, like, these people are all, like, kind of a little socially awkward and don't know how to act, especially in front of camera yeah and especially with Lawson just being Lawson 
Exactly, yeah. I loved it when they first walked into the radio station and Lawson was talking about how like nice it is and they have like a beautiful view and the guy at the radio station was like, We love it up here. This is God's country. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what does sure. that even mean? Like isn't all of the world supposed to be like gods? Oh. They're specifically blessed god zones. Oh, and Mount Airy, North Carolina is one of them. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Good to know. It's really funny, though, because um, my parents live in North Carolina, and so we mm-hmm. drive through Mount Airy quite a bit, and there's a mountain nearby. I can't remember which one it's called, but it looks like a boob. Like, it has a nipple on top. Hell yeah. Like, it's really funny. I bet Mount Austin's boob. like, nice view you got there. <laughs> I think that's called Mount Boob. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Top Mountain when we go oh, by. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Lawson promotes his show. Emily Ann is actually going to be performing with him at this show, which is exciting. Very exciting. So exciting. Because now and we just have to tell his sister that he loves her in I a know. romantic way. I watched this episode with Kyler, which is why I um, talked about the Andy Griffith part, because he was talking to me about it. And he was like mad at me because I didn't know any of it. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, um, <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, what if I told you that... Um, his sister filled in for her when they were I, this was when they were performing and he just gave me a look like that's a joke right and i was like no 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 his sister did fill in for her yeah i think they just sang the jesus song and not the i'll love again I hope song so, but, but god. they may have just cut that for time or yeah cringe. i don't know uh it was just oh god anyway yeah. so he promotes his show he does a pretty decent job on the radio i suppose for you yeah know, he gets through it at I least mean, he had to like say his name and say that he had a show that night. Yeah, it's and yeah, it's not that tell hard. what song he wanted to play. It was yeah, he was doing AM seven forty. Yeah, exciting. I'm sure a ton of people heard it. So we get some flashbacks to the the Bates house too, and mm-hmm. a big problem that happens at the Bates house is the bike situation. It just makes everything horrible because the kids will just like drive up their bikes to the front yard and just like leave them. Haphazardly thrown about trucks to turn them over, vans yeah. to turn them over. They keep having to buy new bikes. Just not a good situation. So what do you got to do? You got to get a bike rack, and it's like, yeah. yeah, like you probably should have thought of that. But when you're a Bates, what do you got to do? You're you not make... behind a bike rack. Oh hell no! You got to make it out of a tree. You got to yeah. <laughs> you got to fucking carve it out of a log. Yeah, you got to do a trunk bike rack. Oh, yeah, this uh, we saw this part like we had just finished watching Final Destination when I saw this part and I all the tree logs there were just like making me nervous. And I was like waiting for something awful to happen and one of them to horrifically die. And I was like, no, this is up TV. That is not going to (laughs) happen. It's not going to happen. Where's what's going to happen is uh, Gil's going to get like a three inch fucking splinter in his arm. Oh, God, not again. Not again. I know, but he was, like, cutting out those little slots in the log, and I was like, he's going to hit his hand, or, like, he's going to hit his leg. Like, I was just ready for chainsaw destruction, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm always ready for some type of horrific accident to happen, because I mean, they're always just steps away from something <laughs> horrible happening. Yeah. They did have a child fall off into, a like, a seawall thing at one point in time, so. Yeah, like, yeah, and had a brain bleed. No big deal. God, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they make their little bike, bike rack out of their log. It turns out fine. It works good. They get they, yeah. they show a clip of all of the bikes, like, put on the bike rack at the end. And holy shit, the yeah. amount of bikes, it's, like, more than a Walmart has to sell. 
Like, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, if they didn't live in the boonies, they'd have like half that amount of bikes because people would steal them. True, <laughs> true. Yeah, nobody's everywhere. coming out there. No, maybe one bike that they'll steal to get away from them. That's fair. The prisoners yeah. in the basement. <laughs> they all have time dark secrets. Yeah, exactly. So back in Mount Airy, um, Lawson and Nathan go to Floyd's Barbershop, which is famous from Andy Griffith's show, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, which again, it's wild. Like he walks up there and he's like, Floyd. And he's like, no, um, I'm Floyd Jr. But also his name was Russell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, they don't understand that TV is not real. Yeah, they don't. Which I mean. They probably don't watch that much TV. Like, Andy Griffith's show is probably one of the only shows that they are allowed to watch. So, yeah, they probably just think it's all, like, real life. Um, But, yeah, no. Not only is it not real. Oh, go, go, go. I was going to say, not only is it not real life, but it's also, like, from a long time ago. So, (laughs) things are different now. (laughs) Yeah, like, Floyd's probably dead. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, do you think that when they move out, they, like, get cable and watch regular TV now? Like, well, I think they said that part of the reason why some of the kids like to go to Zach and Whitney's house is because they have a TV. But I think oh, yeah. I think they just watch, watch movies. movies though. I don't know yeah. if they have cable. But I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know. Like I don't I I don't know why they wouldn't. But at the same time, I guess they're probably just like so used to not having it, and like they think that they shouldn't have it, so they don't yeah. get it. Like, yeah. No, a- it's just so weird to me, like not to like have a TV to like watch the news at night or like do stuff like that like i don't know right i know it's weird it is weird it's all very strange very insulated um after the barbershop they had this dude come in who was like hey i got an old mayberry squad car you want to come and tour the town with it and so they they said yes obviously this is how you get murdered, though, by the way. Just, like, yeah. don't say yes to something like that if you're not part of a TV show and it's not planned. It was very obvious that it was supposed to look like this guy just, like, walked in, but it was planned. Yeah. But, like, I was like, this is not, that's not a safe thing. Like, don't no, accept don't, rides don't with strangers. <laughs> exactly. I know. I was like, this guy's gonna, like, take you there and, like, lock you in the jail forever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, they go on a little like tour of the area and they go to the sheriff's office, which is all set up like it is on the Andy Griffith show and all that fun yeah. stuff. I think it's even called the Mayberry Courthouse. Like it's just like the trough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, tourism. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. You might <laughs> as well you, like soak it all in if you can. I mean, what else does this place have to offer? Let's be honest. Exactly. Other than a boob mountain, <laughs> it boob only mountain. has Andy Griffith. Right, so, the Boob Mountain of Andy Griffith. Honestly, it's not too bad. <laughs> so the family gets to Mount Airy right as Lawson and Nathan are wrapping up their tour. And um, <laughs> Lawson starts to get everything set up for his show. And, of course, there's a lot of rushing going on. They're running late. There hasn't been, like, any rehearsing happening yet. I know. Does the amount of how they like never play together except for it shows is wild to me i know like my brother is in a band and they're not even like they do mostly like cover songs they don't they do some original but it's mostly cover songs and they rehearse all the time like several times a week and they don't even play it just shows like that often like it's just what bands do that's most of the band is rehearsal and like yeah you know what i mean yeah 
yeah it's like 90 percent of like the creative part and like learning how to play the songs and whatever right. and then like 10 percent is the performing of it exactly like exactly. you gotta do that 90 percent to get that good 10 percent right um so yeah the sound check of course is going rough um and there are tons of people waiting to come in but it's like freezing outside so it's just like not yeah. a great situation yeah um it just i don't know it's a cute little theater i'll say that it is, for it yeah it's a cute little theater i love little theaters with like the marquee out front and like the cute little seats and everything like the keith albie and the one in ashland where they do the train mm-hmm. and tree thing both right. of those are good yeah yeah no, i love theaters <laughs> like this too it's nice um so yeah lawson is nervous as hell and he see mm-hmm. they say that he they think he's more nervous because he's performing with emily ann this time so he feels like he's got to really bring it yeah god imagine if lawson did something so bad in his show that he like ruined emily ann's career like she went viral the voice singer on stage with trash man <laughs> honestly that might be that might be good for her career though because i was reading her wikipedia page last night and I didn't read, like, the whole, all of the little, like, drop-down parts, but, like, the main section, the last line of it was, uh, her fur, her full album is expected to come out sometime in 2019. Oops. <laughs> so, Oops. I don't know how great things are going for Emily Ann right now. Maybe she could use a little bit of publicity. Yeah. Nah, who knows? Maybe she went funding and got married and now she can't sing anymore. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Tennessee is a dangerous place. Yeah. But uh, Lawson gets through his songs, and Emily comes out and does her songs with him. And mm-hmm. I feel like when it's Emily and Lawson performing, it's definitely, like, Emily's song, and then Lawson's just, like, in the background. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't have uh, nearly as strong a voice as her. Exactly. So he'll be, like, belting out this whole huge thing, and he'll be like, I love you, game. Yeah. Yeah, she has a very powerful, strong voice, and he just does not. So it's kind yeah, of, it just it exemplifies that even more. It really shows shows that. I watched these episodes with Chris too, so we now have officially inculcated them into the Bates yes. plan. But yeah, he's like this. This person is trying to be like a professional singer. I'm like, yeah, yes. yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. He's been doing it for a few years now too. It's not like somebody you would go see or buy their album. Yeah, he can hold a tune. He's not like Toby Keith, or I don't know. Is Toby Keith good at singing? I feel like Toby Keith must be he, good at singing. He's I know famous. His name. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know Toby Keith's song, but I'm not like, wow, that man can't sing. So Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, at least he didn't forget the lyrics this time. So there's he didn't. that. He's improving. So there's that. And yeah, it was a free concert this time, though. So there was. That's interesting yeah. to me. Though he does sell merch. He, did you see the merch that he was selling? The, I like, didn't. Loss, he had like a Loss and Bates t-shirt and like some stuff that he was selling there. And yeah. Oh my God. So That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Man, there were so many fangirls there and it there was were. upsetting. Like people were there lining up at two o'clock for a seven o'clock show for Loss and Bates. I know. That is that is upsetting for sure. But I guess there are people for everyone. I don't know. Yeah, Lawson won't date any of them. <laughs> he just doesn't want to date. No, he's married to his music, Jillian. Mm-hmm. Himself, more like the narcissist. Exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next episode is called Mass of Something. 
<sighs> the best uh, part about that is that they never even said math is something in the episode. No, they didn't. It was just like they just made it up. They were just couldn't think of a better. Yeah, I was expecting it to be like one of the kids being like, we're in mass is something. But nope, nobody says anything mm-hmm. like that. But mass and nothing is a hell of a name. Hell of a name for sure. So the Bates are in Massanutten Ski Resort in Virginia, and they are going on their first ski trip. Mm-hmm. Kelly talks a little bit about how a lot of the, especially the older kids or the older boys have expressed a lot of interest in skiing and snowboarding, but mm-hmm. it's a very expensive thing to do. And you can't do yeah. that when you have 19 kids to pay for. God. I know. I was thinking like when they were renting the skis, I was like, this is like 200 bucks a person. I know. I'm sure that I'm sure that up faith and family is helping pay for some of it. But yeah, yeah, like I can't imagine how expensive like it's expensive as hell for like a family of four to do. Imagine multiplying that five times. God. And then they all brought friends and shit. too. Yeah. 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 Tori. Bobby came to be with Tori. Evan came to be with Carlin, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into Evan and Carlin in a little bit. And then a bunch of, like, other friends met up, too. So, yeah, it was just, like, they, yeah. it was, like, a million people. They have, okay, so they are there, and they have an appointment for their ski lessons. So they've got to get everybody out on the ho- out of the house, like, on a on time. time. Yeah. So everyone's basically just screaming at everyone else. Get out! Get out! Get in here! You've got to wear more layers! I think, yeah, I think that I just, the chaos that must happen every time the Bates have to leave the house is God. so stressful to me. I just, I could not do it. No, I hate it. It's way too much. And also, I would like to say I really fucking hate Gil in a turtleneck. Like, we see it <laughs> on occasion. And when it's a white turtleneck, it's even worse. It is weird. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it doesn't sit right with me. He he kind of reminds me of, like, the old wrestling coach at my high school. But, like, okay. the wrestling coach was, like, nice. And Gil's, like, kind of weird. <laughs> but it's just, like, a weird, like, variety of dad. That you yeah. just can't trust. That is true. Yeah. The, yeah. the turtleneck dad is a is a certain type of dad. Yeah. It is. And mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, but I feel like it's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. That's a good point. I'll have to we'll have to think more about the turtleneck dad. Yeah, I'm gonna look up other turtleneck dads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so oh while they're all like scrambling to get going. Uh, Michael texts Kelly and tells her about a story that she read where a mom and a child <laughs> fall to their death from a ski lift because they didn't have the like the bar pulled down yeah, the first bar of down. all. But um, and so Kelly's like, oh, that's it. We're all going to die. We're all going to fall out of the ski lift and die. I'm going to watch all of my kids plummet to their deaths today. This was the first time that I ever had like a suspicious feeling about Michael because like why would you text that to your mom? Yeah, that is a good there? question. Like especially like she knew that that was something that would make her mom anxious. Freak out. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't like know. maybe after the trip be like, "Oh, I'm glad you guys had a fun time because I heard about this yeah. you know, maybe what like I'm not- like I'm sure they asked them to go. So um, when they asked them to go probably a week or two before, then tell the story or something. Be like, be right. careful, you know, ski lift can be dangerous. I read the story about a lady and her kid falling out and dying. But not like, like while they're on their way right before. Yeah. yeah, it's it feels I don't know, manipulative or something. It was weird. I agree. I was like, why? Just why would you say that? Anyway, the family makes it to their ski lessons on time, miraculously. 
and they yeah they kind of break up into like the adults learning skiing the adults learning snowboarding and then like the kids all learn skiing together as well but they were Mm -hmm. able to do the lessons like in groups which was nice at least they signed up for lessons remember um joy and austin on their honeymoon when they just can you teach us how to ski can you person skiing down here would you teach us like no no it was cute. The little I love seeing little kids ski. Like it was a yeah. thing that I love to see in Colorado because they're like so good at it. Yeah, they got Judson. That, like, freaky it was so little good. body, and they don't need the poles. They just like whip their little arms around, and I don't know. They have so much energy. Yeah, and they have like kids' bodies are just so like flexible, and they just like move in ways that adult bodies can't move. Yeah. So yeah, they, and yeah, it was cute to watch the little kids for sure. And yeah, the um. The next morning, the family, after they Mm -hmm. learned to ski, the family decided they were going to go tubing, which this is definitely more my speed. Oh, yeah, me too. I fucking love tubing. I was sitting there, I'm like, yeah, tubing. I've never been tubing before, like on (gasps) snow at least. Oh, shit. We got to go when it's less pandemic-y out. That's the hope, yeah. We'll see if we ever get there. But um, (laughs) it was, yeah, it was nice. It was like a huge hill. They all went down um, together. It was nice. It was a beautiful family moment. Yeah, everyone was yodeling. Nobody got yeeted. Nobody got yeeted, but Judson did say that it hurt his high knee, which is good. Because <laughs> he was falling in the hole, so yes. his ass was just dragging the whole time. It happens, it happens. <laughs> I love how the other one was like, why didn't you just do this? And like flatten his body on the couch. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is children. Yeah, that's how they work. So Nathan ends up coming in the day after everyone else because he was get working on his commercial pilot's license, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Kelly was basically in charge of teaching Nathan because he didn't get lessons, which is like not great because Kelly was not great. Uh-uh. She's not a good skier. She's not a confident skier. You got to get like Trace or Lawson or Josie or Carlin to teach yeah. him. Not yeah. Not him. Kelly. Well, also, Kelly was just, like, I think she was probably really distracted because she was, like, watching all her kids while she was mm-hmm. learning, too. So she's probably not not the best to ask to do this. But thankfully, no. Nathan catches on quick and doesn't, like, die. So Yeah, even though he kind of tried because he tried to go down the black deck. Happens. I feel like that's just Nathan for you. Yes. If it was not him, it would have been Warden. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, they FaceTime Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's about to pop. going to Florida. Yeah, she's nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. ready yeah. for that baby to get got. Yeah, um, yeah, they're like teasing her about how they're going to bring the whole family, and yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, okay, God, I can't imagine having a baby like, uh, and then having to like, have host to host my... twenty people. Yeah, no, thank you. Hard guess. Um, we do finish up this episode with the best Gil quote, I think, of this batch, which is, Massa Nutton is going to get a massive base. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. The family, do they do one last run down the mountain together. Kelly made it without falling at all. Everyone was so proud. And so it proud. was, yeah, Massa Bates going down the hill. Massa Bates. It was. It was truly a Massa something. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <sighs> All right, moving on. Episode three for today is called Working Up an Appetite. We're back to this fucking basketball court. I know. I was telling Kyler that 
like these really simple projects that are supposed to be like one episode, like one off things like this, like the fucking swing set they made. Oh my God. It the just, fort. they just, yeah, it just, they go over so many episodes and it takes so much longer always. And mm-hmm. this was one of their better projects too, in terms yeah. of like the, the time it took to complete. Um, so yeah, the concrete slab is all done for the basketball court, but yeah. now of course they need a basketball hoop. Which they keep calling a basketball goal, and I don't yeah, understand. Like, that's not, I mean, I understand what that means, but that's not what we call them, I don't think. I was confused by that, too. Like, maybe it's, like, like, a thing? Like, maybe it's a regional thing? Someone needs to tell us. It says, firstly, there's no major difference between hoops or goals when basketball is the subject. A basketball hoop or goal is basically the orange room that houses the scores of a particular game. Okay. So All right. I guess it's just whatever you're... Used to calling it. Yeah. I'm gonna say hoop because that's what I call it. Me too. Okay, good. I'm glad we're in agreement. We're a hoop. This is a basketball hoop <laughs> podcast, y'all. You heard it here first. We got hoops okay. and scoops. <laughs> so, um, basically, I it was just kind of sad to watch them putting this together because there was like. 10 got boys mm-hmm. all together to put this basketball hoop and it was just uh, it was it seemed a lot more complicated than it needed to be yeah like i would read the instructions which mm-hmm. they kind of half did but of course lawson did it because lawson doesn't want to get dirty or do work so right. he can't help even though he's larger and stronger than than right. the like 10 exactly. year old yeah, it was just kind of a clusterfuck, but Lawson leads by reading the instruction uh-huh. and um, compares yeah, himself to General Patton. Yeah. At it's... one point, he's like, he wasn't out there having a huddle. He just yells the orders. And it's like, okay, buddy, but you're all working together on this project. So you right. should all know the instructions. So you know what you're and doing. And also, like, the inst- it's just you reading the instructions it's not like you're coming up with these orders and like strategizing like you're no. reading instructions from a book yeah so this is not <laughs> a military installation this is just a hoop a basketball goal a basketball Julian. goal a goal a goop a goop a hole um <laughs> a hole i mean the hole makes sense um h o a l thank you very much <laughs> So, um, of course, they don't get it all done, and they mm-hmm. just like leave it lay like the start the part that they got done. They just leave it laying on the ground. Yeah, and go inside with like really no explanation for anything. They're just like, "We're just cold. And it has taken four hours so far," and you're like, "Yeah, because you put it together wrong six times already." I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe also just like there were too many people helping. Like, yeah, and there are so many people like that. It that becomes a detriment rather than a help. You need, like, yeah. two or three people working on it. Like, it should have been, like, Gil, Lawson, Nathan, Trace. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Perfect. But whatever. Had to have the boys. So, the other part of this episode, <laughs> Carlin and Josie are getting their wisdom teeth out, which mm-hmm. is always a fun storyline in anything, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I hated when Carlin was talking about how she was happy that they were getting them out during Christmas break because it meant that they would eat less around Christmas. I know. I was like, ew. Like, that's when you don't want to do it because this is the time to eat the yummy good foods. Yeah. I was like, that's some disordered eating thinking. <laughs> Nothing right tastes there. as good as skinny heels. Mm, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Get that shit <laughs> out of here. Food's good for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> for my soul, at least. Actually, yeah. Well, also for your body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do so need it to survive. <laughs> you do. I you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlin gets her wisdom teeth out first, and Gil brings her home while mm-hmm. Josie is getting hers out. And goddamn, she was high as hell. Holy shit. Yeah, she was like rolling around in the front of that van just being like, ah, ah, I feel great. And then making herself bleed. Yeah, making herself bleed. Did you notice too that when Gil was helping her out of the car, they mm-hmm. it, she, it like pulled down her dress a little bit and they blurred her <gasps> bra strap? They did. They did. They blurred like the one inch between her clavicle and her edge of her shoulder or whatever i don't even know it was so wild it was i was like what the fuck also that brought more attention to it like if you would have just not blurred anything nobody would have noticed that Uh -uh. there was like a tiny bit more skin showing than needed to be but like the blurring made it so obvious you know well she is inebriated so apparently that makes her even sexier oh god gross i'm so sorry i hate that yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate that too. I'm so sorry I said it, but also men are gross. So I and understand that is the kind truth. of the impulse behind it, even if I don't understand the practice of it. <laughs> men are gross. That is the truth. So Carlin tries to walk inside, but she fails, so Gil has to carry her. Yeah, literally throws her <laughs> over her shoulder because she doesn't want to be carried, but she can't walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,. They, she gets inside and like we said she's been like talking and screaming which is not helping the you know yeah, mouth situation. in the back of your mouth <laughs> right and so she's bleeding a lot and she says when she gets in the house my mouth is bleeding and I'm happy <laughs> which I just thought that was a good quote yeah for vibe <laughs> um, so Gil goes to get like gauze and stuff for her and puts it in her mouth and gives her a scare and talking to about not talking because she's going to rip her stitches and so, of course, Carlin immediately goes to the other end of inconsolable sobbing. Yeah, like, you're mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Which is, like, that would be me probably, too. Honestly, oh, yeah. Because I, I mean, that, that's me. when I got my wisdom teeth out, I tried to crawl out of the car on a highway. So oh, I, <laughs> I was, like, I kept, like, moving. I, like, couldn't stop moving my body. I don't know. It was one of those, like, weird things. Where I was just, like, I have to move. And so I, like, yeah. tried to get in between the windshield and the dashboard. And my mom said no. And so then I tried yeah, to open fair. the door on the highway and she just had to like pull off at the next exit and like lock me in. <laughs> like a child. Yeah, I was having a moment, but. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Yeah, it happens. So finally, Josie also makes it home and she has, has a lot more like bruising and swelling and stuff, but she doesn't seem quite as loopy as Carlin, at least. She just was backed out. Like they had to carry her in like a little like bride over the doorstep. Yeah, she was just like really tired and just needed to sleep, which is mood. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. I hate wisdom teeth. I still have mine, and I probably will not get them out unless they become, like, an issue. I have probably the world's biggest mouth. (laughs) Like, (laughs) all of my wisdom teeth are at least somewhat in, and I still have room for, like, a whole other tooth back there. Like, I have such a big... Yeah, like, like I've gotten... Whenever I got, like, x-rays and stuff at the dentist, they were always like, I mean... There's space back there, so as long as they don't bother you, if they don't, you know, I don't need wow. that. So I still have mine. 
I had enough space, but all of mine were coming in behind my other teeth. Oh, so. yeah. See, mine all are, like, pretty much just, like, another tooth yeah, right after. Yeah, you could, like, know? gnaw through, like, a chipmunk or something. I know. I'm, I guess what I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm wiser than you. Sorry. That's probably true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are. You have four rocks, four head rocks more than four me. Four more head me. rocks than you. Hmm. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I've only got 32 head rocks. You've got 36. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're on day two of the basketball hoop Saga. installation. And like this is a project that should take like, I don't know, an hour or so. And yeah. it's taken two full days. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just like a, bun- it's a mess when I'm trying to get the one part of the hoop into the part on the the base yeah and it kept like falling and hitting gill on the head and it's like there are like 12 people out here why can't one person just be in charge of like yelling when it's about to hit gill in the head yeah or like one person's job one big person's job is to just hold the thing and then (laughs) confirm with the other person when they say all right let it go and you say okay let it go and they say let it go instead of oh could you move it a little to the right let it go it's just really bad project planning like Mm -hmm. just not not good but they do get it done so at least there's that at least they finally completed this yeah um my favorite part was at the very end of this basketball saga where zach is like well you know i'm impressed because i've got a cement pad a court a hoop and a working basketball all at once (laughs) yeah yeah that that is very good for the baits that's a yeah that's that's true that's three items that they have to like make happen to make a game happen i know that's yeah that's good job good job it doesn't matter how long it takes they got it you've done one thing you did a good job so then the rest of this episode is just a giant cracker barrel ad yeah it was (laughs) like literally a cracker barrel ad it looked i mean it looked good i was definitely like here for a little cracker cracker barrel pretty fucking good let's be real especially if you don't have to sit in a cracker barrel for it truth yeah yeah cracker barrel is always so overstimulating and like big it is i don't know it is stuff. i agree too many it's a lot <laughs> but the food's pretty good yeah i mean shit you can't really like fuck up mashed potatoes you just keep putting yeah. the cream and those butter in there and it'll be fine <laughs> old country cooking baby mm. so yeah kelly didn't have some time to make dinner so she picks up cracker barrel for everyone and they go shopping while they wait for their food and it's a big like oh my god look at all the amazing things cracker barrel has to offer we love the Cracker Barrel meals to go. Country meals oh, to go. Yeah, and then they did you notice they just kept fucking piling on the big, huge boxes that they were bringing home with them. They brought oh these huge, four of these huge boxes that were like all the, a person could carry. Like the printer paper boxes, but a little bigger. Yeah, like just huge boxes. And this is all just like a normal family dinner. Like this is yeah. not an occasion or anything. This is just dinner. Yeah, Tuesday night. food. <laughs> <gasps> I know. Anyway, they have the whole family over and they have their dinner. Yep, it's the first big meal since the fire. That's the only mm. occasion, I guess. Cracker barrel. Get that cracker barrel for that fire barn. <laughs> fire barn? Fire farmhouse? I don't know. <laughs> that one's not coming here. <laughs> Um, so while they eat dinner, they kind of are talking about logistics as well, because Gil and Kelly are going out of the country soon. And 
So some of the kids are staying with Michael and Aaron and Chad are watching the other ones. And it's God. like, it fucking must suck just to like, cause you have to just constantly like be watching your siblings, you know? It's yeah. Like, ugh. but I guess what the fuck else are you going to do if you can't have a job as a lady? Yeah, like, I guess, but it's just, I know it's so weird. And it's weird that like you have Jeb who's like five or six and then they have like a two year old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's it is weird. It's it's just a, such a strange dynamic, and it just does not. I don't know. It just feels like it would be so depressing. Yeah, you just never get to escape, and I honestly think that's yeah. why Alyssa moved. Yeah, definitely. I think Michael moved for Brandon, but I think Alyssa was like, "We got to get the fuck out of here." Which mood? Mood. Yeah, huge. No, thank you. I would not want to be the oldest child in one of these families. Not the oldest girl Hell child. No. Hell no. So this kind of moves perfectly into the next episode, which is called The Cubs Land in Chicago. <laughs> you see what they did there? Chicago Do you Cubs. get it? Do you get it? Because the Chicago Cubs and then Cubs and kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. yeah. Um, so <laughs> apparently Gil and Kelly are in New Zealand and Australia, which why don't we get to see any of that? Is that going to be on the next season? Maybe? Who maybe knows? it'll be next season. Because I'd rather see that than this, but that's okay. Um, a bunch of the little boys are, or I guess all of the younger boys are staying with Michael and Brandon. There are five of them. Mm-hmm. And the first clip that we get of them is like a clip of all five boys just sleeping on the floor in this tiny ass room. And it made me so claustrophobic. Yeah. <laughs> not even that claustrophobic. Well, and, like, it was five little boys in the front room, and then they have, like, a bathroom in their bedroom, and the kitchen's attached to the front room. Like, they just filled up their entire house with just boy children. That is not a big enough space to be able to be like, yeah, I could watch five of your kids at my house. Ugh, yeah. But she said she wanted all of the little kids to come stay at her house. And her mom was like, you can have half. Yeah, thank God. Someone has a tiny amount of sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they've, Michael and Brandon have set a strict bedtime of them from 9.30 p.m. And they have to be up by 7, which is, we, which is like, a lot for the babes, which would be a lot for me, too. Yeah. Um, sure. And, um, you know, I don't know. She makes them breakfast in the morning with crepes. And everyone's like, ew. And I'm like, it's literally a skinny pancake around yeah. no sugar and fruit. They were so confused by crepes, and it's like it's literally just like a like a light pancake. Yeah, it's just more topping, less pancake. Yeah, yeah, they looked Which really is, good too. Like I wanted yeah. some of those crepes. Yeah, I could do a crepe. Yeah, definitely. I can eat a crepe if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay. Um, yeah, they all are acting like it was a brand new thing that like Brandon came up with crepes, and it's like, no, guys, these exist elsewhere. Well, and like my favorite was when um, I think it was Warden, but it may have been one of the other older-ish boys. But he's like, I'm gonna take one bite and just see how it is, and I'm like, uh huh. You're <laughs> gonna you take a bite of like whipped be? cream and strawberry with like a tiny bit of pancake, and you're like, I don't know, this is gonna be nasty. Yeah, like stop being dramatic and eat the damn crepe. It's okay, they only eat American food. Oh yeah, that is true. (laughs) Oh, so next we get a little clip of Josie, who is going to cosmetology school. Hell yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, she talks a little bit about how she's going, and she was talking, I don't know, it was kind of weird when she was 
talking about it in this part at least because she was like i can use this skill when i'm married and have kids and mm-hmm. it's like or you could also like like open a salon things. or do like yeah just do like only christian ladies hair salon yeah they do get into that a little bit more later but I, yeah I, it was just like that's the first thing you think of is like i want to learn to cut my hair so i can cut my kids hair and i'm like you're like 17 yeah <laughs> It's so weird. And also this part was she was saying something like she's like, I'm really getting used to being by myself and being outside of the family. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably like a huge thing for yeah. the older girls who like never really got to like go out and do stuff. Like they were just like, yeah, Here, real world. And they married Yeah, they off. talked a little bit about how like this is because for all of the kids, if they choose to go to college or do any type of like secondary education, like that's the first time they've had schooling outside of the house and they're yeah. adults and like especially the social aspect of it all is just yeah. very new and different to them they get to have friends who aren't just fundies yeah exactly it's like completely new people all different backgrounds it's like a very i can see that being a very jarring experience mm-hmm. it's wild and like we all get that because we go to school <laughs> right right exactly like we're used to that from a from a young age yeah and they're like 18 years behind mm-hmm. rough rough indeed <laughs> so back in chicago michael is helping the boys to decorate gingerbread houses which is a january tradition for michael mm-hmm. and it's really the biggest part of this is just michael having to get after the boys to not eat the candy before decorating the house that's so funny because even the like older little boys were like you know usually we do stuff like this at home but then we don't have enough to decorate with by the time everyone's done snacking on the candy and it's like yes so you see the purpose and yet you still are snacking (laughs) yeah yeah exactly definitely she's like once the things are made you can eat them all you want but just like let's just get them made first yeah Yeah. which seems reasonable to me me too but i guess for the little kids it's hard hard time with impulse control yeah definitely of course warden the fucking soon to be (laughs) that kid is gonna murder someone or something he just has no no regrets no regrets just pure chaos he's like the epitome of the like ask for forgiveness not for permission kid yeah definitely (laughs) definitely okay so back back to josie um so she's doing Carlin's hair to practice a little bit after her first couple of days at school. And they talk a little bit about like Josie's plans with her education. And she says she probably will work in a salon after she graduates, but then she also for experience, <laughs> but then she also says, but I can also, but I can always use it for ministry too. I know everything what? they call ministry is just like anything vaguely related to church. That's what it's like. What does that even mean? How can a haircut be ministry? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like cutting hair for weddings. Only Christian weddings. Only, only Fundy weddings. Exactly. It's just like what is? I, I don't even know. It was just like <laughs> such a weird sentence to say about a haircut. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. I don't. I don't know how you make hair Christ-like. Christ-like hair. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm not doing any cuts except for a shaved down side that says John three sixteen. <laughs> That's love, the only love. thing I offer. Like doing um like a buzz and then like cutting a little Jesus fish into uh-huh. it on either side. That's what that's what I want. Hell yeah, I want to get like Jesus shades 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, so then we go back to Brandon and Michael, and they have written a book. Oh my god. They have. This was so weird. That was, this so, was so weird. Weird. So they've, I guess, written a book, but they... They say they've written a book, but he was just speaking this story. So I don't know if they've actually written the book or if they just have, have talked plans about the for story? the book. I don't know. But it's set during medieval times, and they are hoping it, they want it to be a children's book and maybe a children's book series. And mm-hmm. so they decide that while the boys are there, they're going to like test it out on them. Yep. And it does seem like they liked it. Yeah. it's This reminded me, I think, of... Uh, Brandon was talking about how he loves like the medieval times and everything and just like hearing him talk about it and explain it to the kids reminded me of um, Ben Wyatt in Parks and Rec and his <laughs> Cones of Dunshire like it's like the same yes. type of energy just Hell like yeah. chaotic nerd nobody else is on your level but we're just going to pretend and go along with it I can yeah. definitely see Brandon bring in the book out at Christmas and be like could a depressed person do this exactly exactly yeah. They do like little coloring sheets together because, of course, Brandon has illustrated some uh-huh. of the parts of the story. I mean, poor so Brandon, much. that he got stuck in this fucking cult. He would have been like such a cute little animator. I know. Whatever. He's he's just very creative, which is refreshing to see in a fundy guy. Yeah. But yeah, it does feel like his, his um, creativity is a little wasted. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, cool. So you were like this creative artsy kid, and then I feel like there's some some shit that went on for you being like too effeminate or too creative or too artsy because then your parents were like you're gonna go to school and you're like well i'm gonna make it right and i'm gonna become a preacher right yeah but i just just like to draw layers yeah i know onions that make me cry (laughs) (laughs) so then to go along with the story uh brandon and michael take the boys to medieval times which i have been to this exact medieval times location how is it it I mean it was fun. I went with my ex boyfriend, which was not fun, but the yeah. uh, it it was a fun experience. Like yeah. it's it's what it it's exactly what it seems like. It's a dinner show, a jousting. It, it's it's fun. Um, I, I definitely like I. It's a good activity for kids around that age, around their yeah. age too. So it was it was a definitely a good good thinking on their part. But the way that Brandon and Michael, or at least Brandon, was talking about it, made it kind of seem like they go there like all the time. I'm sure they do. Honestly, I'm sure they feel like go have their fancy like date nights. Is which that I'm not. I'm not quite as sold on like I went once and it was fun, but I probably yeah. would not go again unless I were going with like kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it were but, like a special occasion, like there's a bachelorette party in Vegas, right. and you want to go to medieval times, okay. But it's not yeah. like a Friday evening activity. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just funny. I don't know. The whole kind of end of this episode is just Michael being sad that she can't keep her family around forever, and Brandon being like, "Please, dear God, I want a quiet house again." <laughs> yeah, this whole part just kind of made me, I don't know, sad for Michael. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder how she just i don't know i wonder how happy she is away from her family because she seems mm-hmm. like so attached to them and always so happy to see them and sad to see them go that i'm just like a little worried for her you know like how yeah. happy is she in yeah Chicago, especially away from everyone she can't have babies of her own right. as far as anyone knows yet like like must be lonely help raise someone else's kids or her siblings right right <laughs> i don't know 
Okay, we have one more episode to talk about today, and it's ending on a high note, a new yeah. baby born, and love all around. How God. exciting. I can't believe that they fucking snuck in I love you day on me. They always do. They always Ugh. have to bring back I love you day. They it's really the most important holiday in the family, Jillian. It is. It's a three-day event. They are. God. It's so much. I don't it's know. It's so much. It it's is. so extra. But I guess, you know, February sucks. So why not? That is true. It's very depressing. So might as well do something to bring you out of it. Yeah. Something to look forward to. <laughs> so before we get into I Love You Day, Kelly and the five younger boys head down to Florida. This is like days before the baby's going to be born. Alyssa's mm-hmm. baby. And um, Alyssa talks about how she didn't find out who was coming until literally the day before. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty inconsiderate. Though, to be fair, they're not staying with them. They're like, yeah. they have a house, which is good. Yeah. But still, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you'd want, as a pregnant woman, just like, give somebody me a about count. to give birth. Just yeah. give me a maximum headcount. Yeah. Just like, I need pre- I need to be prepared. Yeah. Like, that would just be hard, I think, as somebody who is pregnant. Um, well, not just pregnant, but like, about to burst. Yeah. Nine months <laughs> wants the baby to get the fuck out level pregnant. Right um yeah so they all like get settled in and kelly takes all of the kids back to the house and then the next day Alyssa and kelly go for a little girl's day mm-hmm. and they talk about birth of course they do talk about birth because what else is there to talk about but i mean like if you're it's about timely. to give birth <laughs> and you have your mom who has given birth 19 times like you're gonna want to talk to that person i think oh yeah for sure but and... it's just like nothing like we're gonna go have some ice cream and talk about our labor stories it's <laughs> exactly very funny to me yeah it is but that that is just like very normal for them that's just how this family is yeah um so yeah Alyssa talks Alyssa is planning on giving birth in a birthing center mm-hmm. which is better than giving birth at home at least yep. you're with professionals that can get you to a hospital if you need to you have monitors Um, and somebody you can give your blood that's all you need right you can get to the hospital for everything else yeah um kelly talks about how 14 of the bates kids were born at home which which couch suffered which couch suffered (laughs) where's a birthing couch (laughs) maybe it's maybe it's in the um storage thing that they wanted to set on fire hopefully oh yeah or it's in the back half of the house the tiny original house yes yes yeah i don't even know how to refer to their house the (laughs) first house the second house is attached to (laughs) the og house (laughs) um so then Alyssa and kelly and baby Allie, not she's not a baby anymore um go to a doctor's appointment at the birthing center that she's gonna give birth at and they listen to the heartbeat a little bit and they're a little concerned because there's a little bit of a skip in the heartbeat which isn't always a bad thing but they just want to mm-hmm. monitor it monitor it to make sure it's not something to be concerned about so she gets monitored but thankfully baby's she's let fine. loose and everything's okay baby's just chilling baby's probably just, just feeling those fucking contractions <laughs> yeah yeah they're just kind of waiting on baby's timing whenever it happens it happens this next part was the most chaotic thing for anyone to choose to do while awaiting a pregnancy. I know. I know. It's so Bates, too. It's, it's like so Bates. It, and it's it just fits. so many things could have gone wrong. I know. Yeah. So Kelly talks about how she bought all of these basically Nerf guns on yeah. clearance for the family. And there's like tons of them and all of these Nerf bullets. bullets. And they decide they're going to have a battle while they're at this rental house waiting to waiting for Alyssa to go into labor basically yeah and the rules are if you're shot you're out and it's just pure chaos 
It is. And of course, Lawson cheats and lies. Lawson cheats and lies about getting caught, even getting shot, even though like it literally was filmed that he was shot. And yeah. it's not like he could have missed it. He was shot like in his arm. It wasn't like he was shot in the back and didn't see it. Like, yeah. Or it hit like a shirt or something on the right. side. So we didn't feel it. Yeah. No, this, this man is just lying. And he's just an ass. He's just, it's just who he is. He'd rather beat a room of children by lying than let them win. Yeah, that's the real thing. Is like you're like literally the oldest, other than Gil. You're like one of the oldest people mm-hmm. doing this, and you just need to get over yourself, dude. Yeah, like let a five year old win. It's it's not a reflection on you as a person it, if you if they beat you. It really is not. <laughs> so during all this chaos, Kelly gets a call from John saying that Alyssa is in labor and it's time for her and Gil to head to the birthing center to wait. Which I love how sneaky Alyssa is, because this would be me if I had an overbearing mom like Kelly. Apparently Alyssa was already six centimeters dilated when she left the birthing center with Kelly. Uh-huh. <laughs> just yeah, didn't she tell just her. didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I like, <laughs> mad respect for Alyssa. I also loved when she was talking to um, Kelly earlier when she was, like, talking about their birth plan. And she was like, and nobody else will be in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, and which is like, yeah, like tell her then she was fine with it obviously but like yeah that is a big thing for for people God, like you try telling michelle that yeah hell no and i get that too like when if i ever give birth the only person in the room with me other than like the doctors who are yeah. helping is the person who put me in that room to yeah. begin with and they may get kicked out yeah and honestly that's fine yeah you gotta accept it sometimes you know you just aren't letting your hand be squeezed hard enough or exactly whatever exactly sometimes you just gotta um, go my dad passed out when i was born <laughs> nice nice both me and my dad have the thing where if you see blood you just go down the vasovagal yeah. response yeah so nice. dad uh, was got shoved to the side by the nurses <laughs> i did like though i this is i like how i think Alyssa's the only one of the kids who we like don't see any of her labor really at all yeah she's like nope good good like have oh, yeah. your boundaries hold hold on to them that's perfect yeah she's like i mean she already had moved out by the time that they agreed to the show right so she right. had way more leverage to be like no i don't want any of these parts of my life filmed yeah definitely so um gill and kelly wait in the lobby and while they're waiting of course they have to make a competition out of everything so they have texting the family about when is the baby gonna be born mm-hmm. you know which you know you're waiting i get it yeah it's yeah. to pass the time, but it's just Lawson, classic Bates. They said out loud, Lawson says seven fifty six. And the baby mm-hmm. came at seven fucking twenty and Lawson's like, That's what I guessed. Yeah, and then somebody's like, No, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I like fucking hate Lawson. Stop he's lying. Just, he's just so annoying too. It's like everything has to be about him and it has to be like him winning everything. And it's like, dude, just fucking there's so many of you, it's exhausting. Just it stop. says way more about you that you can't lose, like a gracious loser than we right. win all the time like yeah that you we know got to guess yeah it says a lot more about that than like oh i actually guessed the time of this baby's for like that's just a yeah. lucky guess there's yeah, no like, strategy oh, cool, there uh, that's fun here's 20 bucks and then yeah. like if you yeah just just be a human about it don't be like no i guessed it mm-hmm. sir you're not no. special but Gil hears the baby cry in mm-hmm. the in the lobby, which is kind of sweet. And so they know the baby's born. And then after they get cleaned up, John brings little baby Lexi May out to meet her grandparents. She was very cute. Very cute. Very cute. 
and it was a nice, very calm <laughs> moment. But then, yeah. of course, the whole family comes to see the baby in the birthing center. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where and they view the they, baby and then leave. Then leave promptly. And because it's a birthing center and not a hospital, they don't, like, stay overnight. They just go home when they're done. And so, How? which is, like, I don't know. I you just I've had a major st- body I've... event. Stay in the hospital. I know. I know. Just give me another day to rest at least. Yeah. Um, so the next day, the family gives um, Alyssa and John some time to settle in, and then they come home, come to their house, and welcome the baby home. And it's a parade of Bates kids wanting to hold the baby mm-hmm. and get their picture taken with the baby. But it was cute. It was. It was cute and very like organized. Like the Duggar children do not have that level of put togetherness. The Bates children are all like lined up, like yeah, like an assembly line. Yeah. It's like that works. Whatever works. Just Yeah, shit. Just get those seventeen kids through. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so back in Tennessee, the family is getting ready for I Love You Day, like we said. I love you day. <laughs> and the theme of this year's I Love You Day is down on the farm. Which is for Grandma Jane. For Grandma Jane, whose birthday is like right before Valentine's Day, and some of the kids said they wanted a casual I Love You Day. So, down on the farm it is. Reasonable. And apparently Kelly tried to buy a bunch of shit for this, and Gil made her return half of it, including a life-size cardboard cutout of a cow, which is disappointing. It is. I would really love a life-size cutout, cardboard cutout of a cow. Man, I feel like you could use it for, you could use that for many different things, but yeah, it's a tongue twister for sure. Home security. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, so when that's the primary. The cow, they're like, uh-uh. No. Nope. Not fucking with that. this place. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all the people are in town for I Love You Day because it's the biggest holiday for this family for some yep. reason. And um, including Bobby's in and Carlin's friend Evan is in, who we did get to special meet friend. in special friend. Yes, we did get to meet him in the skiing episode, but we really get to like talk to him this episode a little bit. We get um, to see him be bullied in this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly it. So I guess Aaron introduced um Carlin and Evan and so mm-hmm. since she introduced them Carlin and Evan go over to Aaron and Chad's for dinner the first night that they're in Aaron asks like really weird invasive questions Aaron like, I, oh, she just does not have a filter is the thing that you have the problem with most in your relationship here in these early days and it's like first of all no <laughs> this is definitely not the first time that Aaron has asked wildly inappropriate questions. No, she just is, she uses those like big doe eyes and just asks you to like invade some shit and makes it seem yeah. sweet. <laughs> but it's like, no, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Also, I just have to say, I feel like this might just be me thinking that like all brown haired, tall white men look the same. But I feel like Evan and Bobby look exactly the same. Yeah, I can't tell them apart. Even when they were sitting next to each other, I couldn't figure out which one was which. And he, they kind of all look like John, too. They all yeah. kind of look exactly Chad the same. Chad is the only one that looks yeah. different. And the rest Chad. of them are just kind of like nondescript, skinny white man. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to have trouble telling these people apart. I can already tell you that. Oh, yeah. But um, Carlin, and, um, Carlin and Evan have been friends, special friends, for five months. And they don't have any type of like label on it, but they're just special friends. They're just learning each other right now. Which mm, I hate learning. when they say that about them. They're like, they're just learning each other. And I'm like, please stop. What does that even... Oh, yeah, I hate that. It's like that's what dating's dating. for. Yeah. yeah, that's dating. 
It's like seeing if somebody comes out and says like really horrible things and you're like, bye. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like seeing if you can get through a really horrible time of your life with somebody. That's what dating is for. Yep. Um, yeah, afterwards, next day, all of the girls who are in town, the older girls, go and get petties. Mm, of course. Um, and um, yeah, they do, of course, their normal girl talk about boys. They talk about Carlin and Evan and um, who I guess Evan lives in Nashville and is a musician, mm-hmm. which that scares me. Oh, um, especially. <laughs> that just makes it even creepier that Carlin was singing duets with Lofton. Ooh, yeah. Hate it. Is. I hate do hate that. that. I do like that uh, Evan could be a direct competitor to Lawson, though. That is true. That is true. I hope Evan I, like, beats Lawson. Like, you know, Lawson probably, like, fucking hates Evan under the, under the, you know. Big time. Under it all. Yeah. So then they ask Tori a little bit about things with Bobby. And Tori says she's getting married in May. And everyone's like, what the fuck? But it's, like, February in May. And she's like, I didn't say this May. I just want to get married in May. And I'm like, okay. Well, (laughs) Uh that's fair. Yeah. Uh But she still (laughs) claims, like, she wants to wait until after they're both graduated college to get married, which is a perfectly reasonable good thing to say and want to do but i I just think it's so annoying that all of her sisters all think it's like completely ridiculous that she's like oh god you wait another three months but i guess if you don't get a kiss like yeah i guess but it's just like they were acting like she's and it's like guys she's being like she's actually being being the adult here here. yeah yeah she's she's making a good decision for her life and future to wait right um (laughs) Which, yeah, it's good because, like, I feel like the Bates, are, at least so far, have been so much better about actually, like, seeming to get to know each other before, or at least try to get to know each other before they, know, like, actually have to get married mm-hmm. and taking some time and not just immediately going from, oh, I saw you at a church function to, oh, we're getting married we're tomorrow flirting. within oh, three we're months. Married. Yeah. 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 When it's like, I think most of the girls who have been married have had courtships of over a year on this one yeah which is a lot longer than a lot of the duggars have they're yeah. usually a matter of months yeah which I mean, is, thank goodness oof. i guess gill has some sense wants his girls yeah. to succeed even if they don't theoretically have a job other than being a mom in the future right right yeah God, oh, just God. saying those sentences <laughs> makes me cringe i'm just like Ugh. i know i know i hate it So all of the out-of-town couples are staying in a cabin in town while they're there. And so mm-hmm. they're doing the traditional couple's dinner, which is the day before <laughs> I Love You Day, at the mm-hmm. cabin. Yeah, we're on day two of this whole fucking event. Everyone gets yeah. in on day one. Now we've I got know. the couple's dinner. Then we've got family dinner tomorrow. Yeah. So the couple's, tradition, or the couple's dinner is for married couples and just dating courting couples so evan and carlin and bobby and tori get to come as well mm-hmm. Which oh is... and papa bill and mama jane are also there yeah um i don't know this whole scene was just weird <laughs> i hated this part so much because they had a scene after they had dinner where they were all like sitting in the living room talking uh-huh. and then kelly goes around and compliments the men in the uh-huh. relationship but only the men. She yep. goes around and says positive things about the husbands and the guys. Does not say a positive thing about the women at all. Even if it's her own daughter, they still yeah. compliment the husband. It's just the whole relationship is the husband and whatever the husband's doing. 
Yeah. It's that really bothered Hate that. me. Hate that. Yeah, and I don't know. It was so gross. And like if you had been followed up with like Gil being like, Oh, and from my daughters I've learned right. in my relationship, like these things and these things and these things. And that's what you've taught me, but he just started weeping and didn't really get to much. <laughs> right. Well then like the things that Kelly was complimenting them on. She was like I think she was talking about Bobby and she was like, Yeah, Tori will be like, I have a test and then Bobby will check up on it. And it's like that's like bottom line, like like that's just like being a decent person like i don't know like the things you're complimenting them on are just like i know the first one that she started with well papa bill when i think of you the word i think of is commitment because you've been married so long and it's like that (laughs) that doesn't mean anything necessarily (laughs) for real uh yeah it was just it made me very uncomfortable that whole part i really hated it bad vibes bad vibes (laughs) also the fact that evan cut calen's steak for him it was weird like it was tough and they were eating on like a bar but like she's not a child she can cut her steak and you could like move the plate in front of you if she needed help cutting it not like cut it in front of her i don't know there's ways that it could have been done less weirdly yeah agreed agreed go get her another knife a different true that cuts better (sighs) men men (laughs) so then it's the big day the real the main event the for main I Love event. You Day, which is the family party. And again, the theme is down on the farm. And so everyone's dressed up in their best flannel and overalls. And there's hay everywhere. There's and fake it's beards, which chaos. was hilarious. It was pretty funny, though. Um, they talk a little <laughs> bit. Kelly talks a little bit about why they chose the theme and that it was in honor of Mama Jane. And this was this part was actually so sweet. They give her this rocking chair that, of course, Chad made for yeah, Mama of course, Jane. That Chad. was like signed by everyone, and they made her like a really nice scrapbook. And she was like so shocked and so mm-hmm. happy. And she, uh, I loved it because right after she looked at the scrapbook, she just said, "I don't ever want to die." I know. She's like, "I want to stay and see you guys get old." And I'm like, "Oh, that's sweet." But also, I get you, Mama Jane. Like, she is my Bates family, like person the one that i'm most yeah. like where it's like Agreed. i just want them to get the fuck out of my house i'm gonna do a little cry and also i don't want to die <laughs> yeah and also i love my rocking chair fuck yeah <laughs> love a good chair oh yeah uh, yeah I, that was the good part i liked it she seemed like mm-hmm. so genuinely happy and they did a really good job of making it special for her and what she would want and so good for them yeah look at that the bait's thinking of somebody else i know right <laughs> <laughs> So then after we shower Mama Jane with her praises and everything, we do some games. Mm-hmm. And so first up is a goddamn pig calling contest. God. It that was Mama so Jane funny. gets to judge. Yeah, it was not, really not just funny. judge, but she gets to have the pig calls yelled at her specifically. Right. right. She's the pig, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It was uh <laughs> it was very interesting to see uh all the pig calls. Yeah. The kids tried. Bobby mm-hmm. did actually sound like an actual pig. He did. It was yeah. weird. It was impressive, actually. Yeah. And then, of course, Gil and Aaron were the only ones who actually knew how to call a pig with the Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that lines tracks. up in my head. Yeah. Um, next game was Chicken Coop Game, which was so <laughs> cute. This is like a cute all ages game of like you put little chickens in your little pouch. And you have to get them out. You have your chicken coop. You have to get them out without touching your hands or touching the ground. So you just, like, jump and shake out these fucking chickens. I was going to say, though, isn't that, like, dangerously close to dancing? It is. 
It's like almost hip resting even. I feel like Jesus would not be okay with that. I don't know. I feel like Jesus probably danced. That's true. He probably did. No, I liked this game too. It was really cute. It but, was. Um, yeah, it was fun. And like you said, a good all ages game because those are hard to hard to find sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, then oh, God. Bobby snags Evan to go get fucking razzed by the older boys because they all have to threaten the new boy's life in their With guns. Sisters. Yeah, yeah. They, so yeah, they take guns out to go shoot target shooting. Yeah. And of course, the only like the, everyone has a gun except for Evan and Bobby, the two boyfriends, and it's very like we're gonna shoot you. you know? Yeah, it's like a, a very threatening aura, which is great. And then, um, yeah, they talk about how apparently the older brothers and the other guys are just really mean to new guys when they come in, and it's mm-hmm. just awful. And yeah, it sounds horrible. I think Bobby's just really glad Evan is here now. To a be new the guy, new <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hated this part. Mm-hmm. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, there's really not much to say. It was just very much like gross. Dudes like, being bros. Dudes being bros and like, oh, you like, which I understand being protective of people you love, but like. You don't need to threaten them with guns. You can just like right. sit and look at them intimidatingly at the table and ask and them also, like, like, questions. And also like, you don't need to be like that if they haven't given you a reason to be like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I understand yeah. being threatening to somebody who has been threatening to your family member or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I just, I don't yeah. get the whole, like, you have to seem threatening up front. It's got to protect their virtue. For no reason. They are fighting for their sister's hymens. Ew. That's, see, that's, like, you need to get over your sister's hymen. That's the thing. Yeah, please stop thinking <laughs> about your sister's purity. Yeah. Or your daughter's really not purity. your business. It doesn't matter. Purity is fake. True. She's not broken if she had sex. That's true. She's broken in the eyes of Jesus, though. (laughs) Damn it. God damn it. So finally, the siblings do their gift exchange. And this is the only time of year they do a gift exchange, which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird, but whatever. Can't do Christmas. Can't do Christmas presents because it's Jesus's birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. You only get Jesus gifts. I don't understand that, but it's so true. (laughs) Yeah. So they do like a draw a sibling's name and give them a gift thing and they do that and it goes well and then mm-hmm. michael and brandon give everyone a gift which is a little keychain that has a engraved handwritten letter that their dead grandfather had written mm-hmm. before he died obviously um and <laughs> which was writing. a really nice sweet gift that mm-hmm. everyone loved and everyone cried you know how they are yeah it was cute it was a cute little gift um mm-hmm. you know again thoughtful. very thoughtful mm-hmm um, and then we finish up with the family photo, which Chad takes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Always. Chad takes the photos. Chad makes the rocking chairs. Chad does it all. I literally, this when the first time Chad came on screen during these episodes while Chris was watching, I was like, that's the man that holds this family together. <laughs> He's the glue. He's the glue. <laughs> He's the only one who can do fucking anything. <laughs> that is the truth. They would, they would fall apart without him. Yeah. He literally, like, holds the baits in his hands. God, the amount of pressure that man must be under. Poor Chad. And he's got like three kids and a baby. Or baby. Three kids and four a dog. Four kids, I think. Four kids and, and a, a dog. He has four kids, a dog, and a baby on the way, I think. Jesus Christ. Yeah, too much. Too so much, much going on. But yeah, I think that brings us to a close for season five of Bringing Up Bates. We did yeah. it. We did it, guys. I think we're going to do Plathville next week. Yeah, we have. We're going to catch up on Plathville. I think there's like four episodes of that out now. So we'll 
do that for next week. And then actually, this is a good time to ask for some input because we also have a new season of The Circle that just started Mm -hmm. that we can also cover. So let us know if we're definitely going to do Plaths probably next week, but let us know Mm -hmm. if you'd rather us keep going with the baits if you want us to do The Circle. If you have any input on that at all, or if you have anything to say about this episode, feel free to send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us everywhere on the internet at, at tvliterate. And we're on Tumblr, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, everywhere. If you can be social on it, we're social on it. <laughs> um, we also have a Kofi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash tvliterate. And if you want to give us a buck or two to help us with our hosting costs, that'd be awesome. Yes, we would really appreciate it. Also, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review and tell any of your friends about us because we'd love to have more of you guys. Yeah. And we will be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.